Good morning, y'all, and welcome to the Hump Day Chronicles. Today is September 20th, 2017, and you're on Love the Journey with Miro We Slow. Like, we are slow, though we really, really are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is the big surprise, everybody. It's finally here. Finally got some uh, professional, some professional equipment. Got a microphone and everything, got a whole setup. Got to show you guys a picture one day. Uh, that, that'll be next once I record a live uh, live uh, feed of my podcast, which I'm definitely going to do shortly. Um, one of these one of these episodes is going to be live, and uh, yeah, I hope to do an interview live as well. That way, I could get my uh, I could actually show some of my uh, interviewees and you know show them to the world, put up put a picture you know to the face. <laughs> uh, without further ado, though. I hope I hope you're crushing your hump day. Hope you're ready to take on the rest of this week. And I got a I got an awesome interview week coming up. His name is Nate Rubin. It's someone that I met through some networking events. He's definitely a motivated individual. Got a lot going on. Always always seen him leading events and stuff. And now he's got a digital media a company going and everything. And yeah, without further ado, I don't want to spoil anything, so here it is. Here's the call-in. Hello? Hello? Hey, Nate. Welcome to Love the Journey podcast. Hey, Mira. How's it going? Going well. How are you? Uh, doing good. Having a great night. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, man. Been looking forward to this. Uh, if you could please just kind of give the listeners a little background. I gave a quick intro, but give a background of kind of who you are and you know how you got to you know where you where you're at. Absolutely. So for the listeners, my name is Nate Rubin, and I'm the founder of Rubin Digital Media. We are a digital marketing company that specializes in branding to tell stories about companies in order to effectively drive sales. Okay. And then like, I guess before that, what else did you do? You know, uh, your little, little background on like your education, I guess, or kind of how you came up really quick. Absolutely. So to take you back a little bit farther, I originally went to Clemson university to be an engineer. And as soon as I got there, I realized engineering wasn't for me. Um, after bouncing around from major to major, I eventually dropped out. And I took 10 months to just to go back into the workforce. And I was a laborer. I worked at Chipotle and eventually Tivana before I went back to school. And I went to a local community college, uh, Harper College, and I studied marketing. Mm-hmm. About halfway through school, I got a PR internship working in music and entertainment and uh, decided I had a passion in blogging, social media, and eventually web design. So uh, I designed a website for my dad's company, and then the company my mom worked for needed a web designer too, and they eventually hired me to be their online marketing coordinator. And a month into that, I decided I could do this uh, on my own, and uh, I spent a a year building my business part-time and working for this other company part-time. And a year later, I, I left that company, and. I've spent two and a half years now building my business full-time, and, and that's kind of where I got to be here today. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's like exactly what I'm looking for, and 
you know, people like you are what's making a difference that kind of showing that you don't have to go and get a full out degree in something and kind of follow what you need to go into, you know, what you wanted to do initially and kind of through trial and error, you found what you really wanted to do. At least I hope. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm thrilled with my life today. Yeah. Uh, so do you feel like, I guess you mentioned it was your passion. How did you, uh, do you, do you think, uh, how did you get led to this path? Like, did you have a lot of trial and error? Is there some kind of tips you have for the listeners of, like about how to find your calling, what you really want to do? Absolutely. Um, so from a very young age, I've always been an entrepreneur. In elementary school, mm-hmm. I used to sell toys I no longer wanted. In uh, middle school and high school, I got involved in design. I started selling clothing. I started selling T-shirts, sweatshirts. Uh, during 2010, when the World Cup was going on in South Africa, I thought it would be really cool to bring Vuvuzelas to the high school football scene and uh, got those, sold them out, and they immediately became banned. So I became really good at understanding trends, and I loved that. Um, but later, when I, I knew retail and I knew working in 9 to 5 wasn't for me, but I didn't have a passion of what I wanted to do. I just knew I really wanted to help people. So I started learning skills online to help people with their web presence and with their branding and social media. And so even though web design is what I'm currently doing, I mean, the reason why I do it is I'm just passionate about taking other people's dreams and helping them achieve it. So I don't think this is what I'm going to do forever, but I think forever whatever I do is going to be in helping other people achieve their passion. I uh, definitely agree with that. I like I like what you got going on here, and uh, I like how you're thinking. Uh, I guess what what I find very encouraging is that you sort of learned this kind of through on, on your own, right? You kind of you started researching online, right? Uh, you took a Absolutely. couple classes here and there, but it's not like school wasn't even 100%. Like you didn't need school to do all this, right? No, what, what school provided was the environment. So as a, as a student, I had access to internships, and internships exposed me to different applications of skills. But anything that I actually set out to do in my business, it was all trial and error. I used a, a website called Skillshare.com, and I took a few classes there for $40 that my uncle gave me. And I immediately flipped that into a $200 website, and then I flipped that into a $12 an hour job, and then I flipped that into a $25 an hour rate, and now I charge $100 an hour. And it all started with a very small investment that I continued to work and build at and learn piece by piece. Man, that's just like hustling 101, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty uh, it's been pretty fun. Yeah, especially I like that you tell me you uh, you started out in grade school, you know, selling things and random things people would want, and yeah, I mean that, that's kind of where it's at. Like if you have that mentality, uh, you know, that, I think that that speaks that speaks a lot going going forward with your life. Um, I feel like some people maybe are a little a little scared to go that route, kind of you know, especially if they went to school for something. A lot of times they feel like they need to stick through it. They're devoting so much time and money, energy. Um, what made you feel secure in, like, just, you know, not pursuing your initial engineering and uh, going this route? Like, what 
how did you how did you manage to take that risk? Like, you have any tips well, here, for here's people? Here's the kicker. Yeah, here's the kicker. I started by focusing on what I didn't like, which isn't really a good long-term strategy. But in the short term, I didn't want to be an engineer because I didn't want to sit in front of a computer all day, and I couldn't really get through chemistry. Um, but the joke is that today I make a living by sitting in front of a computer and then going out and selling those abilities. So even though what I wasn't interested in, eventually I still had to deal with. Um, what kind of gave me the courage to first drop out, it just didn't mm-hmm. feel right. And I, I did the math, and, and I thought, I mean, why am I spending money? At this point, I was studying horticulture and agriculture, and what I really wanted to do was get into urban agriculture and farming. And what I learned is that I just needed money to do that, and I didn't actually need the degree. So I said, why don't I drop out and figure out something else to do that I'm going to make some money in? And uh, mm-hmm. slowly I just kept finding that next thing I could do that would pay a little bit more, a little bit more, and turn, until I was really able to turn it into a business. And so I guess to hook back to your original question, like how do you get past whatever block or hurdle there is, it's just yeah. a, are you willing to sacrifice in the short term for believing that there's something better out there for you long term, and then are you willing to take that risk and, you know, and you kind of suffer for a little bit in order to get something much better? Yeah, that is true. I mean, it's, it's never going to be pretty along the way, but, you know, you got to enjoy every bit of it because that's where you learn the most and those are, that's where the experiences come in too. That's for sure. Um, very interesting that you say that you wanted to pursue agriculture, but it's just, you know, you needed money to do that. Is that something you're trying to get into down the road more? Is that more of a plan, like long-term? Eventually, yes. Yeah. One of the things I've learned on this journey is I don't have to be the one to hands-on do everything. So I have so many things I'm interested in. Picking one has been very hard. But what I've learned is that the more I take care of my current responsibilities, the door opens up to network with other people. And whether it's directly or indirectly, I will be involved with agriculture, um, specifically with growing fresh produce and getting that introduced to more urban areas that lack that kind of access. And I just know that's going to happen eventually. I'm going to be in the right spot where the right opportunity is going to arise. And whether that means investing or helping the market or really just putting the pieces together for a few people, um, I, I know I don't have to have it done today. So, like, that patience, no, like, I know I'm going to get there eventually. Yeah, I, I think patience is huge. Uh, some people lack it. You know, some people are pr- great with it. Uh, you bring up a really good point. Uh, like one more thing. Uh, you, you just, you know, you keep, you, keep, uh, you keep throwing me with good topics, and I just keep throwing you with good answers, uh, I mean, good, uh, good questions. <laughs> uh, you said that you're comfortable with letting other people do work for you and, like, kind of, I guess, in no sense, delegating work, right? And that you don't have 100%. to be the one doing, doing it all, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't do it all. Uh, at some point, I maximize out my resources. Yeah, a lot of people and a lot of people I've been meeting uh, always tell me, you know, like they want to do it all. They want to be firsthand. They want to make sure it's done right. I just, I personally, from experience myself, I feel that you'll, you know, in order to truly succeed, you have to learn to be able to trust others and work with others and be able to, you know, give certain parts of your business or whatever it is to others because you can't do it all alone. That's just not the way to fully grow. Absolutely. Um, and I was listening to, uh, to kind of follow up on that, I was listening to something, and it talks about the different levels of mastery. 
And I could be out here telling people that, oh, I don't trust anyone else because no one will do it as good as me. But if I'm not able to teach somebody to at least do it half as good as me, I'm not really as good at the thing as I think I am. You know, I found that teaching people and training people has helped me hone my craft better than anything else. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that. Definitely uh, any time in my life that I had to, like, teach someone something, that's when I kind of got, like, a sense that, like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm grasping this thing, you know, like, this is actually happening. Uh, this is uh, this is good. <clears throat> yeah, so I like that, man. Uh, it's a lot of very good, encouraging stuff. I think a lot of people find that very useful, especially just, uh, you know, the way you came about things and uh, things you overcame and different trial and error. And uh, going forward, I guess you got any uh, – I guess you mentioned that eventually you want to do agriculture. You got any, when I check in with you in a few uh, week, a few months or a year down the road, where do you see yourself at? Like, is there any big uh, monuments, any goals you want to be hitting that we could catch up on? Yeah, sure. I'll give you, I'll give you a few different ranges of goals. Um, if we were to follow up in three weeks, I'd have launched my new website. So our, our, our mm-hmm. current website, RubenDigitalMedia.com. I mean, it's just my company site. Uh, we've been reworking it and, and rebranding it to kind of gear towards where we're at today and where we're going. So by October 1st, that'll be launched. Um, in terms of a medium-term goal, I'm working on a, on a side project that's really more of a passion. Uh, I'm going to be starting a few different channels involved with promoting tea. So we're going to be doing some tea sampling. We're going to be introducing people to different types of tea they've never had before and really just having some unique conversations and one-on-one interaction. And then if we were to have a, a long-term goal, if we were going to meet in mm-hmm. three years, I would say that I'd have developed my, my team and my workforce. Right now we're at a, a team of five that in three years that will be around uh, 10 to 15, and uh, I'll have been able to fully delegate the actual hands-on part of my work, and my role will really have transformed to that of a true CEO and, and not just a hands-on founder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you do got to, yeah, as I'm sure you know already, you got to get your hands uh, in it and get dirty in order to really understand everything. And I, I, you're definitely doing it all, man. Uh, that's some great stuff. I definitely can't wait to uh, tune in with you later on and see where you're at with everything. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah. to all the um, it's my pleasure to have you. Yeah. Uh, to all the listeners, that's uh, RubenDigitalMedia.com again. Uh, Nate Rubin, uh, thanks for having, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate you taking some time out, and uh, looking forward to catching up with you soon. Absolutely, Miro. It was my pleasure. Have a fantastic evening. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. That was Nate Rubin, everybody. That was some great stuff. Definitely gave another perspective on things and. Uh, I'm excited. I hope you are to follow along his journey and see where everything uh, ends up with him. Definitely sounds uh, like he has some goals in mind. Very, very uh, concrete goals, that's for sure. And I know he'll t- he'll uh, definitely get to them, that's for sure. So yeah, I hope you got something good out of that. Hope you enjoy this, uh, this microphone I'm using right now. Oh, I couldn't use it on the call, but once I have some live... Uh, interviewees, actual like shows. Um, hopefully, I can get everything recorded on like a microphone like this, so that way everything will sound amazing, like I sound right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still kind of figuring this thing out. It's actually the first time I'm really using this microphone, so if things aren't perfect, if it sounds a little 
echoey or whatnot, I'm definitely gonna work to uh, get this figured out, make sure it's perfect for you guys down the road. Yeah, that being said, hope you enjoyed another episode of the Hump Day Chronicles. It's September 20th, 2017, and you've been on Love the Journey with Miro Wieslow. Like, we are slow, though we really, really are. <laughs> I think I need somebody to record that soon and have like a, like a voiceover with an awesome song in the background or something. Let me know if you want to do it. Holla. Hope you crush the rest of your Wednesday and talk to you soon. Peace.